and it is to help increase accessibility in the literature sector for disabled people. So this is going to be a resource and it's going to be for people who organise events, programmes, festivals, retreats, courses, residencies, any of all that good stuff that we love having. And it's going to help them make sure accessibility is implemented at planning stages. And it's also for across the whole of the UK because delivery in these areas can be a bit patchy, unfortunately. And it will also be a guide that is going to help disabled writers like myself and many others out there advocate for their own needs. This is long overdue and I think it's fantastic that both Julie and Ever have been putting in the hard work to do this. You can find more out about it at www.inclusionguide.com org. So if you are a person who does the organising, check that out. If you're a disabled writer, check that out. If you are not disabled, then still check it out because you might find yourself in a position where you want to advocate for a colleague or, you know, you might want to put yourself in the position where you say, actually, I'm not going to do that panel unless I know you have made sure that this is accessible to everybody. So I would say definitely go along, have a look and keep your eye out for what Julie and Ever are going to be doing in the future. I'm really excited to see what they've done and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Anyway, let's get on with this week's review. I'm Mari Campbell-Jack and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. If there is one type of person who absolutely should not listen to Paradise, available on the BBC Sounds app, it is any parent whose child is about to take a gap year. Paradise investigates the 1978 disappearance and deaths of Peta Frampton and Chris Farmer, recent graduates and childhood sweethearts who had decided to travel and enjoy themselves a little before settling down to their respective careers in law and medicine. They find themselves in Belize and on a boat captained by Silas Boston. They are never heard from again. Austin's son Vince, who witnessed his father murder Peter and Chris, tried to tell his grandmother about what had happened and she reprimanded him, reminding him he'd already lost his mother under suspicious circumstances and didn't want to lose another parent. The weight of having witnessed such a horror at such a young age must have sat heavily on him, as multiple times in his adult life he tried to alert authorities to what he had witnessed. The sentence won't come as a surprise for any true crime fans or women, but he was repeatedly not believed. However, at the same time, Chris's sister Penny is also trying to find out what happened to her missing brother, and in 2015, Greater Manchester Police sparked a joint investigation which leads to Boston's arrest in 2016. 
He died a few months later in custody, leaving a host of questions unanswered. What exactly happened? Can children's testimonies and memories of something so far in the past be reliable? Where were Peta and Chris's bodies laid to rest? What happened to Boston's wife? What happened to the Vikings Peta wrote about in her diary? Is there really a link to the Golden State Killer? Paradise feels like a contradictory podcast. This is an international case involving the British police, the FBI, authorities in Belize, consulates and a whole host of people from Europe and the Americas. However, there was no glamour in this international cast. And what really touched me about the podcast was the ordinariness of the people involved. The grieving brothers and sisters left behind, the parents who died with no resolution, the investigators. Perhaps it's listening to accents that are familiar and British voices that I could easily hear in my everyday life. But it felt to me like this international mystery was really very homely. That sense of homeliness, of the innate understanding that comes from shared culture, means that the senseless deaths of Peta and Chris, their family's search for their final resting place, and Vince's need to understand what happened and where his mother might be, underscored the terrible ordinariness of tragedies like this. The fact that behind the fandom, obsessiveness and excitement that true crime can elicit in its followers, there is terrible pain. Not a pain that is a companion and eventually just part of you. It is a reminder of how things happen to people and the choices that impact us most are often the ones other people make, sometimes far, far away. Their ripples are sent out throughout the world but always at the heart. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.